everybody, welcome to New Dad Newer Dad episode number 88. I am Eric Smith and I am here as always with a very, with a very grumpy Dustin Lopez. Dustin, how are you? You know, Eric, it's funny because I think this is the second podcast that I'll come in hot and... In a row. This is in a row. 87 was the last one. 87 and 88. You know, you want to be a a piece of garbage person, okay? Just, I'm just letting everybody about, out there. Are you talking about me? No, not you. I don't mean literally you. I mean, if people out there want to be garbage people, here's a great way to be a garbage person. Think you're better than somebody else or think that your child is perfect or think that somebody owes you something. Those are great things. How about that? Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of noise you you made a couple of noises right there. Were you like punching the microphone? No, I I was clicking my mouse like this. Oh, oh it's like a static noise. Like, oh, maybe I maybe I accidentally hit something. Sorry okay. about that. Okay. You know, I just don't understand why. Like, all you have to do do this. Can you do something for me while you're on your computer? Okay. Go to Google mm. and put in the words parents who think and then put a space. Anything down that list is probably people that do those things are just garbage. Like, I just don't, I hate, hate, hate the idea of anyone thinking that they put their pants on differently than me. I don't care if you're Elon Musk. By the way, did you did you see today? Article came out. It says he lives in a box, like one of those boxable houses tiny no i did not see that yeah and he guys worth like billions of dollars he has like a, a house that is like made out of a box i feel like i would have seen that on twitter it's not it, it go look it up it's, it's real but you know when you think that your child is perfect or when you think your child's better than you know somebody else's child because the way they look or the way they dress or the haircut that they have or oh they have to be perfect and da 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 you know guess what you're, you're a phony and i don't like you I'm sorry. I just don't like, I don't like people that are in inauthentic garbage people. And there have been, there's a really bad energy out there lately. Okay. I don't know if you saw this on Facebook in our little community, but we have a friend. I have a friend. I think it's a mutual friend. I think, you know, Jody, right? Mm-hmm. Jody posts today. She says, you know, Hey, you know, um, this, she, she wrote right on, wrote on Facebook this last week, I felt a shift in energy in my energy, in the world's energy. Today, a friend shared some incredible news. The shift, it's a big one. Have you felt it? And and for the life of me, I have felt this energy shift, and she could not have embodied it better. It is just a fundamental shift in energy, and there's so many people that were commenting on this saying that they felt it too, and it was a really negative energy. And she actually messaged me afterwards. I had commented on it and said, you know, I said, I have, and I've, I've felt it and it hasn't been good. And she texted me and she said, Hey, you know, I hope everything's okay. You know, I, a few people that I know have also felt that. And I don't mean to be Debbie Downer or negative Nancy, whoever you want to call me. Right. But there are too many people out there that just feel like it's like a superiority complex. Okay. And Nobody got time for that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
So if you're out there, I just wanted to start this episode off saying if you're out there and you're one of those one of those people that thinks they're better than somebody else or or you or you think your parenting style is better than somebody else or you think your child is perfect or you think that you know somebody owes you something in life. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody owes you as a parent. Nobody nobody you know you're you're you are who you are, okay? And you wake up every day just like everybody else and you have an opportunity to be a good person and care about others. Can you stop stop hitting the desk, please? Sorry. You have an opportunity to care about others and to and to to love people and and to love yourself. And if you're not doing that, then you need to work through some things. So that's how I'm starting this episode off. What do you think about that? Oh, I thought we were doing like a moment of silence. Maybe I just needed to, to get all that off my chest. Yeah, and you haven't, um, like we're going on a few weeks of, of you not, uh, like we don't talk very much. You're not texting me. You're not coming in the office. I don't see you. So, uh, you know, you're not, you don't get an opportunity to do this as much as you normally would. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do, you you had mentioned a moment of silence. I, I did want to um, let our audience know that uh, Melissa's grandmother passed away yesterday. And um, it's a big, a big shift in family dynamics. And, um, you know, our, our thoughts are with her dad and her mom and uh, all of her aunts and uh i remember the first time that i met grandma maddie and uh I, have we been over this i had a grandma maddie too oh really yes i didn't know that also a follow-up story for that later but yeah was your grandma maddie like a really eccentric woman um she was a she was a tough tough lady in a very small package interesting yeah you couldn't get away with shit around grandma maddie huh. when did she pass away mm, 97 was this the grandmother that it was really hard for you to lose no that was grandma nancy that was right after my wedding yeah. I mean, this uh, grandma Eddie was difficult too. It was like the, you know, besides her husband, my grandpa was, you know, the, like the first people I that ever died that was close to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, a weird feeling not uh, not being able to, you know. Uh, suggest to Melissa, hey, give your grandmother a call. Let's let's see what she's up to. Mm-hmm. The last year has been really tough for their family because Grandma Maddie's husband um, passed away last year. What's his name? Um, what's that? What was his name? Papa Ed. Okay. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, it's just been a, a challenging year, you know, and, uh, recently just, that was just yesterday. And then today we, we found out that, uh, a, uh, a family, a, a kind of a separated family member, uh, you know, kind of a, a couple levels away from us, um, uh, took his life. So that was, you know, a second day in a row of a lot of challenging feelings and, um, kind of caps the, as you were, the reason why I'm even bringing this up is it's been a, it's been a challenging few weeks, uh, just, you know, and then, and then it kind of capped off the last couple of days with, with some pretty bad news, you know, a couple of times. So, uh, yeah, it's just not, uh, you know, between that and my mom and, uh, you know, work and summer and um, trying to, you know, Mateo's going to school now, summer camp really, but we'll call it school, whatever. Um, it's been it's been a bit challenging. So I think maybe it just uh, amps things up a little bit more sometimes. Yeah. Um, I've had, I mean, the last week was a, like a crazy roller coaster of, uh, emotions and stuff at our house too. Uh, my sister on baby watch. Um, you know, last starting last the week before Father's Day. Uh-huh. You know, she's she do any time. Um, my my godfather, who's my dad's best friend, he has been not doing really well. Um, he's only 70, 74, 75. Um. So, you know, we'd been getting updates about him throughout the week, you know, in the hospital, in the ICU, out of the ICU, you know, back. Um, and it was just, there was a lot going on. And then it was we had two weddings, Friday, Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, we're waking up and we're going, Father's Day, we're going to Mohican for two nights with, you know, a bunch of June's friends and their families. Yeah. And, um, well, it's Sunday morning. We got the text that that Nick had passed away. So I'm trying to deal with that, you know, with the kids and trying to get ready to go. Um, and then, you know, my my mind just goes right to my sister because our grandma actually died on her birthday. And I just, I just didn't want anything like that to happen to her again, you know, have this great day for her, you know, be on this kind of day again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick was important. Like we don't, I, I've talked about, I don't have a, I don't have a big family. I have an aunt and that's it. I don't have any cousins. Um, and Nick, Nick and his wife, Carmen, they were always there. They came in a pair. It was always Nick and Carmen this, Nick and Carmen that, you know, we'd go down to their house and stow. They, you know, when their daughter got married and moved away, we were lucky enough to have them for, you know, family holidays and stuff. And, you know, they'd always come up and he was just big guy and he was, you know, full of energy and and laughter. Just, it was, it was, it was really hard to lose him. Um, 
And then what was it? Yeah, and then Courtney. Um, you know, she thank God she didn't have the baby that day. And then I think it wasn't until the end of the end of the week where she actually had um a girl. So we were all waiting to see what she had. Um and then she, she named the girl Madeline, Maddie, little baby Maddie. Nice. Um, so then she's she's actually been in the NICU. There's they're still there. Hopefully they came home today. So they've been there since Wednesday when she came out. They thought that, you know, some kind of infection from the amniotic fluid had, you know, gotten to the baby. So they had to take her to the NICU, get her on oxygen just to watch her. And you know, nothing. They never thought anything was like serious. It was just you know, precautionary. So she's been there and they got her eating, you know, a couple of days ago. So hopefully she's home today. Uh, and then we had the funeral this past Friday. And then Ford got sick, right? That was, that was like almost nothing. It was just like, I had them, I had them during the day before my wedding on Saturday. And I left to go to work and Paula took them to the pool. They were fine at the pool and they came home and, and then he threw up three times and that was it. There was never any fever or anything. He was fine on Sunday. So, you know, you probably could have gotten away with coming over to your pool, but you know, we just wanted to be safe. Yeah. I, I felt that was best too. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, my sister's upset. She couldn't make it to the funeral. Um, but then she has this, this girl and it's just like so many different things. Like I was, you know, keeping it together during the trip. Um, it was difficult. You know, sometimes I just had to take five minutes and just kind of step away from things, you know. I think that's the challenging part about grief with having kids. Uh, obviously, that's new new to me and probably to you as well i think that it's uh it makes it a little different and um i think when when you're trying to grieve and trying to take care of kids so much of your energy goes into your kids that it's almost impossible to properly grieve and uh, there's there's been a lot of really really shitty things that have happened in the last you know year and a half for a lot of people but I just feel like the last several weeks in particular when everything was getting quote-unquote getting back to normal it's like more and more things just keep happening. And I actually was for the last couple of weeks just waking up and typically I would go to just open my phone and work. But I've been taking the dogs out and just sitting on the front step for 15 or 20 minutes most days because it's my only time to uh, gather myself and, and, you know, have that moment to center so I feel you. And I, I just go back to that, that post of Jody's that's like that, that shift in energy. And I just feel like 
I'm scraping by to like get some sort of positive energy out of something. Mm-hmm. It's probably why I gained 10 pounds in the last three weeks. Yeah. And that's how even my, my weddings have just been like, I feel like I'm being tested. It's so weird. Like I don't know what's going on this year with, you know, wedding clients aside from um, the one wedding that I was talking about was Kelly's. That was like, normal and and fun and like a really great time um there's probably been a couple others but a lot of them have just been like like i don't know if people have had too much time to think about their weddings and like are like they're just overthinking everything and then they end up like distrusting like the people that they hired or what it is but like like i definitely feel like i'm being tested and then you know then i start to like like I'll drive home from a wedding and the whole time I'm driving home, like do those people even like me. Mm. And it's like, God, I'm, you know, I'm uh, sometimes it feels like I'm stuck doing this. And there's like no light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> but I mean, there, I, I can see the, you know, I can see there's some weddings coming up that are going to be awesome. Like my J- July weddings, I don't have a lot of them, but you know, they should all be pretty good. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel I feel like I'm being tested right now. If that makes sense. Yeah, no no doubt. I mean it definitely makes sense. Um I think one of the things that somebody had said um <laughs> it was so funny cuz like going back to that post it was like somebody had said um <laughs> that they go I haven't felt it yet, but I'm open to it. As if it was like some sort of positive energy. Well, she, I mean, her, her post was in reference to something positive. I did. I mean, it, it's not specific. And so like people could have taken that. Obviously people took it two different ways. Right. I mean, well, she said someone shared some incredible news. So that what makes me think that her shift is a good shift. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about it that way. I I I guess my point in saying what I'm saying right now is that you know some people are open to you know a positive shift and like I certainly am maybe maybe you needed to see that comment first and understand that comment first and cuz like that the way that person approached it it's probably the way everybody should approach it rather than Reflecting on the negative hmm. and like, yeah, please bring it, bring it on. Yeah. Well, and, and Leslie Ann had said something like um, about needing for it to, to come her way too. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are feeling it, man. Um, and I don't, I don't see where it, it ends, but um, I don't think it's, I don't think there's, light at the end of the tunnel is kind of like a weird way to look at it because it's day in day out it's not right, right. yeah you're not get to a certain point when it's all just going to be great right anyway um Ooh, really really took this down a path well i mean like like i said i i think that the the learning experience um 
is and what I've put a little bit of my energy into is learning about grieving. Um, and grief is not just when somebody passes away. Mm-hmm. You know, grief is when you have a, a, there's a lot of things that you grieve about in your life. And, um, and it's okay to be angry and it's okay to complain and it's okay to cry and it's okay to, to, to express yourself and be honest about how you feel. But so much time is put into your kids because if you're not working, then you're kind of with your kids. And, uh, I think I just need some, some time. And I think that's what you would benefit from too. Because those are the only time is the only thing that's going to let you live normally again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you know, Mohican, as crappy as it was to for people who don't know what Mohican is in Ohio, here it's like an area where there's like rivers and and woods and stuff, and people like kayak down the river and. Um, I mean, I would, I would rather pack for like some giant vacation than pack for Mohican for three days. Um, but you know, after we got down there and everything, it was, it was good. We went kayaking on uh, Sunday and then one the other group, like there was two groups, two, two families in each house. And one house was like in Loudonville in the city. And then the other group had a house like right on the river with like a little like rocky beach thing that went into the river. So we literally just spent all day Monday. Like I just, I put a chair out there and I just sat like literally in the water and just hung out. Cause there was enough people to like watch the kids and stuff. So mm-hmm. there was limited, like, you know, can you do this? Can you do this? And I just get up and help where I needed to. And, um, that was, that was nice. That's really all I, I want is just, you know, sit in a chair, like touching water and, and I'm good, you know? It's, it's funny you say that because that's exactly like to the T what I did on Sunday Mm -hmm. and, um, the kids were out in the pool with Melissa and then, or no, Solomon was asleep and Mateo was out in the pool with Melissa and I got pulled in to the pool because Mateo was face down in the pool, uh, in a life jacket didn't he didn't he got flipped over somehow or something and um so i had to dive in after him it was just a really scary situation and uh so i was already wet uh with you know my regular clothes um and um and so i just stayed in the pool um and i just laid there on the on the raft after Melissa and Mateo went inside, I just laid there for another 25, 30 minutes. And, um, yeah, was, that's what I would do. I, all I want is one of those, you know, the inflatable hammocks with the, I could lay in a pool literally all day long. Yeah. If someone was bringing me drinks, like I wouldn't even get out to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm definitely having you over my pool. I mean, you put chemicals in it, right? That's what they're there for. <laughs> hey, you're having little kids in your pool. You can handle me um no it just it i i hear you on the on the like laying there thing though it's just i have not felt like that in a very long time and Mm. all it took was 25 minutes and then the next day 
filled with more. You know, we would probably benefit from like, like learning how to meditate and like literally taking like five minutes every day. Well, that's what I've been doing on the front step. I mean, to a, not to the de- degree of like meditating, but yeah. I mean, it's one thing that I've never even like, like I've, I've circled it, but I've never actually like sat down and like tried it. Yeah, I think I've even like downloaded apps and stuff and just never pulled the trigger and, and attempted it. I've read about it. I just, I don't, I, I feel like I don't trust my brain to slow down enough. Well, remember, meditating is not clearing your mind. I know. My sister had her baby. Um, also a listener and my friend Jill had her third baby. Anyways, yeah, Jill had a, a baby boy, Elijah. So she now has three kids under, what, five? I think. So congratulations, Jill and Andrew. Oh, I think one of our, didn't one of our listeners have a baby too? I feel like there's been a lot of births lately on our Instagram. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've been a little preoccupied. I haven't been on social media very much. Yeah. I haven't even been on TikTok. Oh, I sent you a good one today. I can't wait. You shouldn't, you should look at it right now <laughs> and put it by the microphone. <laughs> Did you see the peaches one? Which one? The the Bieber cover that they did. Oh, no, I didn't. This is my first experience with them. Oh, dude, they are freaking hilarious. I love them. Okay. Where's the... I ha, they have one that's like... That's like, I get my peaches down in Georgia. <laughs> it's so good. So we already talked about we had a failed pool day, but you you still got in the pool. Um, I took the... <laughs> this might be too much information to share in my hand of what a bad parent I am. On Sunday, I took Quinn and Bo to the pool. Um, right after I put Ford down for a nap, and I put... I moved one of our nest cams into his room just so I could see, and I just left the house. Oh, God. You should probably edit that out. Why? Because CPS is going to come for you. What's wrong with that? There's right, a lot wrong with that. Right down the street. He's asleep. Yeah, but you're supposed to be in the same house as your kid, I think. Why? I just I think that's just the way it's supposed to be. He's sleeping. Like, if I went up to Miles Market, like, it's right up the street. No, no, like this is just on our street. The, it's just on our street. Like it's the same if we went to like a neighbor's house or something. How long would it take you to run home? I had my I had my bike. I took my bike. How long would it take you to bike home? Two minutes. That's too long. It's not. Yeah, that's too long. No, it isn't. I went right when I put it down. <laughs> And the day before he slept for four hours, I was like, oh, we got we got at least two hours of, of pool time, which we ended up having exactly. Hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm going to continue to do that if I need to. <laughs> I think it's great. 
what um what did you do for father's day it's been that long since we recorded oh my god i can't even just i can't even i don't even remember um I can't even believe that it was so long ago. And by so long ago, I mean two weeks. I feel like you guys posted like some fancy pictures or something like, like this is what we do every day or something. I don't know what it was. Um, so my mom was in. Okay, so this is actually kind of crazy. I worked a wedding on the 18th and 19th. One of those was with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got home on the 19th like super late and then i had to like i get to, i went to bed at like 1 30 or 2 in the morning and then i had to get up at 5 to take my mom to the airport mm-hmm. and then i came home and i just went right into the guest room because i was just like whatever you know not a big deal i don't want to wake up the kids by going back in the hallway and everything what what do you what are you doing with your hands right now or something I don't know what that's. There's some static, and I don't know where it's coming from. Is anything moving right now? Talk. I'm talking. All right, it's better. It's gone. Okay. Anyway, man, this mic is sensitive today. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I should change the um, audio to automatically adjust mic volume. No, I don't think so. Is this better? It's you're good. There's no there's no background feedback or anything. Okay, I'm just gonna leave it on then. Um, yeah, so I ended up going to like uh, going back to sleep for like an hour, and then I woke up for breakfast, and we went out to breakfast, and then there was a a, a party at my at my in laws' house, and my father in law, his birthday was the week before. So Father's Day was kind of commandeered by uh, birthday party slash Father's Day. And we went over there and had some fun. And there was some family in town. But my mom went back. So it was really Melissa's family was in town. Mm-hmm. I will say this. A couple days later, that same family that was in town all got together for some food at a restaurant and I had an opportunity to have a meat lover's pizza. Have you ever had a meat lover's pizza before? Uh, yes. When I was back and I was a meat lover. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, that was delicious. That's a pizza, right? No, this was not, uh, this was like a meat lover's pizza from a local pizza shop. Mm. I mean, but I feel like, Pizza Hut, like, started Meat Lovers, right? Like, the Meat Lovers is their, like, trademark, right? Yeah, probably. Um, I just, man, I, I, some reason a Pizza Hut pizza, God, it hits it hits real nice with that, that crust. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I agree when with I, you. When I want a Pizza Hut pizza, like, there's nothing better. But that sauce gives me acid reflux like no other food on the face of the planet and literally like (laughs) i don't i don't get acid reflux from anything other than a pizza hut pizza yeah like that's legit um i did a similar i feel like i had a similar happening like after that wedding that we did together 
feel like, I think I got home really late or I got into bed like at one something. And then like literally 10 minutes later, Ford was up and screaming mm. and would not go back to sleep and was like kicking me for like two hours. And I finally got him back into his crib at like three something close to four o'clock. And then, then Bo comes running in the room like an hour after that. I barely slept at all. And then I had a wedding the following day. Um, that was a rough weekend. Yeah. And then Father's Day. Up. Jesus. Yeah, that was brutal. Okay. Well, I do have a topic for today. You have a topic now? We're 38 minutes into this thing. Well, 18 minutes of it was us dealing with other things. I know. Do we do we need to have a topic today? Can I just talk about something for five minutes? Okay. How to stop your child from hitting your other child. That, I, I, wouldn't, I need some information about that. Yeah. Well, I went to the internet. For all of my children. Well, you need to go to uh, our friend Ryan. That'd be a good one, too. But I went to fatherly.com. Who also had a child in the last Congratulations to Ryan. Um, that was a while ago. Can I get back to my... Go for it. I'm going to read uh, Family Handyman while you're doing that. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. The wrong tactic for people that just don't understand how to keep a toddler from hitting it might be to overcorrect and become harsh and aggressive and you know hey don't do that guess what i did that that was the wrong move that's what a child psychologist like ryan Mm -hmm. would say we're externalizing behaviors Mm -hmm. okay by hitting and kicking and yelling and biting so let me tell you what this article says first and foremost. And I'm going to bring it full circle. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Values. Values are the most important thing that you can instill in your children. And when you can talk about values, that's the foundation for any discipline. Okay. And if you have well-established, well-communicated values, then you are going to make it a whole lot easier on yourself. If not, if nonviolence and peaceful resolution is a value for your family, it should be practiced by every member of the family, right? So we don't hit and we don't hurt others. Those are really important things to instill in your children. And you know what that does? It makes them not shitheads when they're older, thinking they're better mm-hmm. than other people. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to instill that in my wife. Well, that's that's why it says that everyone in the family needs to have. But I keep saying to everybody like this, we don't yell and we don't hit in this house. And it is not sinking in. Well, that seems like you need an alignment with June. Oh, I know. I know. So that's something you need to sit down and talk. Align with June. Yes. Well, June June seems like the type of person that might want her to align, hurt you to align with her. Well, that would be in screaming and and hitting. Yes. So that's why maybe 
some more communication and some constant reinforcement. That's the best way to deal with that. Yeah. And it, and it does say, you know, you have to model the behavior you want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, know. And that's with anything. Uh, that's, that's a daily struggle battle for me in this house is trying to communicate that to everyone. Well, I think it's a challenge that a lot of people face. Even 40, 40 goes to town on Quinn like all the time. Well, I mean, taking a deep breath when you're frustrated and giving yourself a, yourself a timeout to cool down. I mean, watching the kids watching you take a timeout is an <laughs> important step in their development. Um, we need to, can we get Ryan on here? We need to get Ryan on here. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's reach out to him and see what his. I think it did. I think it did already. Recently? Yeah. I wonder if he does like one on ones. <laughs> Probably. I mean, he is a psychologist. Yeah. Or something. Well, last few things there is, uh, you know, praising nonviolent reactions and giving immediate feedback and redirects. That's, um, you know, I, I started this thing recently. Anytime that Mateo gets frustrated or angry, I redirect. And finding cool ways to redirect is, um, is a challenge for me, but it's something I've welcomed, like really, really welcomed. Just today, uh, I did this thing where he was getting frustrated because, um, I forget why he was getting frustrated, but He's getting frustrated, and they could see that he was about to throw something that he was holding, and I didn't want him to do that. And I said, oh, my gosh, I forgot about this photo that I, t- I took earlier today, buddy. Do you want to see it? And then, like, you could kind of see him process for a second, and then he wanted to see the picture that I took because I always show him photos before bed. Mm-hmm. So that redirect is is really important. And So after after you redirect, do you then – come back and talk about like what he was feeling in the moment before that, or do you just move past it completely? I don't move past it completely, but I don't address it right away either Okay, because he has a really strong memory. So what I do is I, I, I let things be. So what I did started doing was I started using my home pod. Some people have an Alexa, some people have a home pod, some people have whatever, some people have nothing. That's fine too. Um, a, a, you know, something on your watch is fine or a, an alarm clock. Set a timer for two minutes. Timeouts should be two, three minutes or less or something like that. Mm-hmm. I use two minutes. I say, hey, Siri, you know, set a timer for two minutes. And then I tell him, you know, hey, you, you're done with timeout when the timer goes off. But I don't immediately address it because he will automatically go back to being angry. So what I do is I redirect. I get him in a in a better mood. And then... You know, I, I let it go for 10 or 15 minutes. Mm. After that, I can sit down and I can talk with him like, hey, buddy, can I get your attention for a few minutes? I just want to talk to you about something. I put him on my lap and I tell him, hey, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. You know, we're not we're, we don't hit in this household. You know, we don't we don't want to I don't hit you. You don't hit me. You don't hit brother. You don't hit mommy. Mommy doesn't hit daddy. Mommy doesn't hit you. And that's that. Mm hmm. And then you can talk about it. I mean, some people might want to, I don't know what Ryan would say, but like some people might want to, you know, deal with it right then and there. But 
I have found that he just goes back to being angry about it. Okay. So have you ever heard of object permanence? Yes. So like some people actually will use like, you know, in that process, they'll, they'll use an object of some sort that is familiar to that child. And, but the problem is, is that that can create that object permanence. And so you have to be careful about those redirects. Mm-hmm. what you're redirecting to. You don't want to redirect to food all the time. You don't want to redirect to a blankie all the time. You don't want to redirect to whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I was doing that early on with Quinn. Like, uh, like I was giving her a cheese stick every time. Okay, do you want a cheese stick? Um, yeah. I got away from that. But man, Quinn, Quinn is going to be a handful. She just does not listen to anything anybody tells her. If she's doing something wrong, mm. she doesn't. She doesn't give a crap. Um, yeah, she'll sit there and like smack 40 on the head with with toys and stuff and just no remorse whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah, that's how, how Mateo is sometimes for sure. All right. Well, do you have a book now? I have a book. That's great. I don't have my computer plugged in. Books. Uh, so today's book I actually have in my hands because I read this to Mateo for um, to sleep tonight. Um, but I remembered as we were talking through things, um, we were talking about meat. And it switched my book. So I'm just going to let everybody know that my original book was a custom book that I absolutely love reading to him. It's called I Love Mateo This Much. And you can get them customized. There's also Bedtime for You, Happy Birthday to You, little The Little Boy Who Lost His Name, A Letter for a Little Bear. And you can do all these things uh, on wonderbly.com. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-B-L-Y.com. Uh, this is illustrated by Siski Kala. However, um, I wanted a, a different book. Uh, and um, this is a book that um, I started reading. Mateo kind of gets fixated on things. And um, so there's a book that, you know, like every once in a while, there's a book that he just like reads for, you know, five or six nights in a row. And um, I'm trying to remember the name of this one. Remember the first, oh yeah, here we go. Okay, cool, got it. Okay, Um, this book for this week is called The Sandwich Swap by Queen Rainia of Jordan Al-Abdullah. The author is Kelly DiPuccio, and the illustrator is Trisha Tusa. Uh, And this book is about Lily and Salma. And I'll tell you, the reason why Mateo is fixated on this book is because I'm trying to get him to eat new things. So this book is all about how Lily and Salma have two different things they eat every day at lunch. And Lily eats peanut butter, and Salma only eats hummus sandwiches. And they both think it's disgusting that each of them eats the other thing, right? You ever been in that situation? 
Yeah. Yeah. So guess what? There's a food fight, and then they have to make up because it gets sent to the principal's office, and then they decide, hey, why don't I change your why don't I change what I eat just this one time to what you eat? And I'll have some hummus and you can have my peanut butter and jelly. And guess what? They love it. They love each other's sandwiches. Can you believe that? Oh my God. And so they put aside their differences. They eat each other's sandwiches and boom, now this is all they they can think about. And it's a great book. It's a great book. It's about the true spirit of tolerance and acceptance through the art of sandwiches. As it should be. So check it out. The Sandwich Swap by Queen Reina. And she has a, a hummus sandwich? Huh? A hummus sandwich? Hummus sandwich. Is it in a pita or in bread? It's in pita. Okay. It's a great book. You know, I have my kids read that before they take uh, white rice with fish sauce to school. Ah. Well, you know, one of the cool parts about it for me was that it was written by a queen. Legitimately. A real queen? Yeah. Not Her just Majesty just Queen Reina al-Abdallah of Jordan, I'm probably butchering that, is a mother, a wife, a boss, an advocate, and a humanitarian. She's dedicated to defending the welfare of children around the world. She's UNICEF's eminent advocate for children, known also as a champion of cross-culture tolerance and a campaigner for global education. Her Majesty collaborates with international organizations and grassroots projects in these areas. Her Majesty is married to King Abdullah the second. Uh, they have four children, Prince Hussein, Princess Iman, Princess Salma, and Prince Hashem. I'm probably butchering those names too. I apologize to Her Majesty and His Majesty, but we're trying. I do love the book though, so go out and buy it. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Mm. It's... um. If you go to Amazon, uh, it's thirteen eighty nine on hardcover, and for some reason in paperback it's sixty dollars and seventy eight cents. Whoa! Um, don't know why. It's a hard uh, book. And you could also go to half price books like Eric and buy it from there for half price probably. It's not really how it works. But also, I haven't been there in years. Hey, you're the one that brought it up. I've never mentioned half price books. You've been the only one to mention half price books. I think you did. All right, so I'm going to go back and listen to the first like three episodes. Can anyone confirm on this podcast that's listening to this right now whether or not Eric has ever brought up half price books? I've always said Ollie's. Sure. I think you might have mentioned half price books once. I don't think so. I don't know why I fixated on it, so that's on you. Well, because you started doing it because you thought it was funny. Why would that be funny? I don't know. You laugh at it every goddamn time. <laughs> I think because it frustrates you. Not because it's it's funny. It doesn't. I just want to make it clear. I've never mentioned half Plenty price. of great books at half price books. Well, is that it? Any final thoughts? No. That's that's about it. Okay. Well, I hope things get better for you, myself, and a lot of other people. Um, if you're feeling the energy shift in your lives, uh, take a minute to yourself. 
take a time out. Think about, think about life. Think about yourself. Make yourself a priority. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it. So like we say every week here at New Dad, Newer Dad. Follow us at New Dad, Newer Dad, at The Bearded DJ, at Dustin on the Road, patreon.com slash New Dad, Newer Dad. You didn't even bring up like how I'm dressed or anything. I'm really surprised by this. Aaron, you talked about that beforehand. You're, you you got a workout in before this. I'm proud of you. I started doing weights yesterday. Yeah, I'm proud of you. See if that can burn some more fat quicker. They say that it does. So I'm doing a uh, like a 10 or 15 minute Peloton ride, going and doing some weights in the Peloton program in the garage, and then coming back for a like a 20 minute or 30 minute bike ride. Oh shit, that's a lot of working out. Well, I mean, I've only done it once so far, and then tonight, hopefully. So I'm going to try and keep this up. Okay, we'll get to it. And like we say every week here at New Dad, Newer Dad, be a dad, be a real dad, read a book to your kids. Bye.